This episode is made possible by PwC. A robot may not be coming for your job, but competitors are coming for your market share. At PwC, we pair the right tech with the right solutions to help you gain a competitive edge. Reimagine operations from the cloud, fuel innovation with responsible AI, and detect risks before they become headlines. That's human-led and tech-powered. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Good evening and welcome to Firefox News Online. And like you just heard, it's time for Talking Points. You know, the southern border is a big problem, a huge problem, that they're trying to pass off, they being the Democrats, on the Trump administration, on Trump. Yeah, I know. Kind of stupid, isn't it? See, the way they're going about it is they're just figuring, oh, we'll blame Trump. Everybody will believe that. They'll believe us when we say it was Trump's fault. No, we won't. See, one thing that the Democrats, hell, every politician has a problem with is distinguishing what they believe and what is reality. So when it comes to the southern border, we really have a major problem. Okay? It's a big problem, a huge mess. So when you take into consideration, of course, that they kind of look at the southern border and go, eh, we'll be fine. But there's a problem, folks. See, apparently fentanyl is flooding across the United States southern border a lot more than ever before. It's a big hawking deal. Okay? I mean, I'll just give you a, a sampling from the article that I'm going to use for the discussion on this tonight. All right. So far throughout this year, 2021, more than 5,500 pounds of fentanyl have been caught by U.S. Customs and Border Patrol personnel, which is up from around 4,700 pounds in all of 2020. And who do we have to thank for that? Oh, I know you Democrats would love to thank Donald Trump for it and blame him. But he's not the one sitting in the Oval Office now. He's not the one who stopped the border wall construction. Okay? I'm going to tell you something right now, folks. If you're smart, you won't believe another fucked up word the Democrats have to say when it comes to anything. Now, last night, that's just one item I wanted to bring up on Talking Points. The second item I want to bring up has to do with the legalization of marijuana in the state of New York. Okay? The legalization of marijuana in the state of New York, it happened. I couldn't believe that it got past me, but it did. Well, 
Today, I did a little more digging and found more information on it. Oh, boy. It's even more interesting. But this came from Senator Chuck the Schmuck, who don't give a fuck, Schumer. Yeah, that's right. Chuck the Schmuck, I don't give a fuck, Schumer. See, Schumer was in New York City, apparently, and he was on stage and he said, it's the cannabis parade and rally in New York City. This year, we finally and equitably legalized marijuana in New York, and I won't stop working to end the federal prohibition on marijuana and undo the harms of the war on drugs. This should tell you, America, what this guy does when he's not doing his job. Oh, wait, he's never done his job. I take that back. So, hey, Chuck the Schmuck, got a question for you. Do you toke one at lunch? Do you toke one before breakfast and dinner? You toke one, you get the, the, you see what's going on here, folks. Now, they they made it legal in the state of New York. And you can smoke a joint anywhere in the state of New York. You can smoke a cigarette. Parents, if you don't want your kids smoking pot, you just, you just thank New York State for giving them permission to do that. Okay? Yes. Governor Andrew Cuomo and the state legislature And the State Assembly, all the Democrats, thank them so much for making your kids junkies. All right? Pot's a gateway drug. And trust me, it opens the door to fentanyl, meth, crack, you name it. And if you think I'm joking, if you think I'm shitting, no. No, I'm not. All my years in 12-step recovery taught me something about what happens on our streets, what happens to people's lives. And on a daily basis, it can become horrendous and deadly. So you want to thank somebody for legalizing pot? Thank Chuck the schmuck who don't give a fuck Schumer. Thank Andrew, I signed a mandate that killed 15,000 senior citizens, and I'm proud of it. Schumer, uh, friend Cuomo, and of course, every Democrat in the New York State Senate and New York State Legislature. Those dumb motherfuckers just turned every kid in America into a junkie. Well, every adult, too, they can smoke this stuff. There's going to be a mushroom cloud hanging over New York State, ladies and gentlemen, and it's going to be a mushroom cloud that looks like the pot leaves. Yeah, I know. Recreational marijuana in New York State. I really wish I could leave now. I really do. 
I wish I had the financial ability to get the fuck out of here. Because once that shit starts going everywhere, I'm going to start throwing up everywhere, which means that if I end up dry, dry heaving and puking blood, I'm going to be in an emergency room real fast. And finally tonight, in my talking points real quick, the Central Intelligence Agency is spying on everybody. Remember last night I brought that up, folks? Well, I've got an article that's going to help to facilitate a little more discussion on that. And by the way, if the CIA is doing it, the NSA is doing it, and so is the FBI. See, that's the one thing the Democrats love to have. They love to have all these agencies spying on you and I. Right now, I can guarantee they're listening to our phone conversations, reading our emails, and reading our private messages on Facebook. And they're probably tuned into this broadcast. So I've got a message for the FBI, the CIA, and the NSA. Go fuck yourselves, you stupid cocksuckers. I'm an American citizen. I'm a loyal American citizen who served his country. I ain't no fucking spy. You want to spy on somebody? Why don't you spy on China? Why don't you spy on China big time? Oh, wait a minute. You can't do that because Joe Biden won't let you do that. Because China's his favorite country, not America. Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Use that hashtag to trend this broadcast globally on social media right now. And that includes, not limited to, Parler, MeWe, Gab, yeah, including Facebook and Twitter, I suppose. With that having been said, it is now time, as always, for the rest of the story. All righty. Here we are, America. Live, large, and in charge from our studios in the Hudson Valley. And if you think that's easy to do, not always. I mean, seriously, we, we have our ups and downs, people. Oh, yes, we do. Saying hello to the people watching on DLive and Twitch. As that includes and not limited to the lovely ladies Iggy Mom and Cherokee Rose, who also extend their howdy do's to me, Gunslinger. And by the way, speaking of Gunslinger, he's in the chat room. Yeah, along with Mike, with him is Mike from Louisiana, that crazy Cajun. Yeah, he's here too. Glad he's here. He don't show up as much as he used to. It's kind of a shame, really. Well, hopefully he will, because as of last night, in case anyone missed it, as of last night, Firefox News Online has gone to a summer schedule. We'll still come on at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, but we will end at midnight Eastern Time. Uh, this is the summer schedule because, you know, yours truly, you know, uh, has a lot of stuff going on that needs to be dealt with. Fun stuff, by the way. Not all bad stuff. So, there it is. 
And Mike in, in, there in Louisiana, uh, Cherokee Rose, said hello. Now, let me see. Let me see here. Okay. Um, let's go to the phone lines at 347-945-5747. Mike in Louisiana. Yo, crazy Cajun. We, your line dropped. You going to join us? Call back in. Anyway, what's up, Gunslinger? How you doing tonight, brother? <clears throat> oh, nice and quiet here on the western front. <laughs> From last night, nice and quiet. Yeah, in case anyone missed it last night, uh, there was tornado action going on in Texas. As a matter of fact, I have an article here regarding that, I believe. Uh, yes, I do. Uh, this is from One American News. Two tornadoes rock Ellis County, Texas. And, uh, wow. The damage That's is the county expensive by the looks of it. That's the county I live in. That's the county I live in. Ah, yeah, I just heard you. I'm, uh, wow. No damage to your uh, to your house, I hope. No, I live I live on the very north end of Ellis County, and what the where these hit was a very south end of Ellis County. It was probably fourteen and a half miles from here. Wow. <clears throat> Yeah, because according to what One American News re- uh, reported on this, uh, these two tornadoes ripped through the north Texas county of Ellis. Uh, the twisters left a trail of, destru- of, dest- of destruction in their wake Monday night and injured eight people. According to emergency crews, up to 50 structures were damaged in the storm. Uh, according to Monica Flores, uh, a resident, she said that a tornado came and took our house apart, <laughs> or my parents' house, but they're safe now. They did they did go to the hospital. Uh, she said that her mom got checked out and had a little bit of injuries, knee, ankle, and that stuff, but they're safe. <clears throat> uh, we have a mighty um, we have a mighty God. Because I don't know how they survived, they, they survived that, and uh, most people don't. By the way, folks, most people don't. The storm also managed to cause severe traffic uh, by flipping over at least three big rigs. And no fatalities were reported, and it's like, you know, I, I sit here in New York and. Uh, you know, we don't get tornadoes. We don't get twisters. Um, at least we didn't until one day, uh, some years back, I saw I saw the funnel cloud of a tornado. It didn't fully touch down, but it was forming. And then all of a sudden, as quick as it started, it just stopped. It came close to touching down ground, and I'm like, "Oh boy!" And it was just miles away from where I was, where I was sitting in my van. 
waiting for a traffic light to change. And I'm thinking to myself, that's it. I'm done. Find me up. Find, let's build some stuff on the moon. At least up there, you don't have to worry about wind, which means tornadoes, which means yikes. Of course, that ain't going to happen anytime soon, folks. It would be nice to dream, though, right? But Gunslinger, you know, uh, you're in you're in Ellis County, you said, and and it happened just it happened north of you. Um, <clears throat> based on what you've heard, <laughs> excuse me, folks. <clears throat> well, you know, based upon what I've what I've heard, seen it, you know, from the local Ellis County Emergency Management person. By the way, she's pretty cute. I seen it earlier on one of the local channels up there. Uh, of course, that was south of me, due south. Because, uh, like, like I said, I, I'm on the very north end of Ellis County, and this is on the very south end of Ellis County. I think three people right. that was injured. Uh, two of, well, they all three went to the hospital. I think one's in. I think they said pretty. It's, they're in serious condition. One of the truck drivers. I guess one of the, the trucks flipped over on him or something like that. But it was, you know, it was. Uh, I think they said 120 to 130 mile per hour wind in a five mile pass that it took. I love it, <laughs> especially in Texas. And we are on the edge of Tornado Alley, so you know that's not a good alley. But yeah, you know. <laughs> not exactly the alley you want to be sitting in. That's for sure. I mean, uh, let's no. face it. Uh, Tornado Alley. Uh, joining us on the phone lines at three four seven nine four five five seven four seven is none other than the crazy Cajun Mike from Louisiana. What up there, Mike? How you doing tonight? Mike? Uh, Mikey? Yeah, Mike. Paging Crazy Cajun. Paging Crazy Cajun. Oh, wait a minute. I got to do this right. Hello, nurse. Paging the crazy Cajun. Paging the crazy Cajun. Hello, okay, now I have nurse. <laughs> How you doing, Mike? Oh, I'm good. Just we just had a a let's say mini cloudburst here. A mini cloudburst. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, had a that, short, like a situation. powerful thunderstorm. Well, <clears throat> so yeah. Powers has many me. Louisiana has many thunderstorms. Yes, it does. And we do have, we also have many shithead Democrats. No comment. <laughs> but 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 wait a minute, Mike. You're not the only one that has that. And every state that has a has a Democratic leader has a, 
a sh- has a shithead Democrat in charge. Well, you, well, you, you, the leader of your Democratic Party is, as I like to call him, Governor Monkey Tits. Yes, and Governor Monkey Tits did something recently that really has me in a pissed off mood. <laughs> the legalization of pot for recreational use. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, folks, I, I want to share something with you on the video side uh, about this. And uh, I will also include a uh, the link so you guys can see what I'm talking about there through Mix uh, when I put the link in Mixler. Well, if you can see the number on your screen, you can call in. Because remember, we have rules in place for a reason. You don't want to. You want to call in and be respectful. You do anything that's going to. You do anything that. Boy, I'm doing good. You do anything that violates (laughs) the rules. You get tossed out, and you don't get back in. Okay. Just want to give you the heads up on that. Now, where did I put that stinking picture? Uh, Some days it just doesn't pay to get out of bed. Uh, No, I I mean, seriously, it's a a royal pain in the backside. You know, you you want to... uh, show something here, and it's like, okay, so where am I hiding it? <laughs> I mean, it's like, okay, I'm not hiding it, per se, uh, but it's there. Oh, come on, scroll up a little more. Yeah, oh, too far. There we are. Light shot. Favorite place to go when you're in the know. Or something like that. I don't know. Uh, okay. So here is... There's the link to the screen capture for you guys in, in, on Mixler. <coughs> now, this is, this is a posting from Senator Schumer's Facebook page. All right which I found really, really sickening. It's the Cannabis Parade and Rally in New York City. This year, we finally and equitably legalized marijuana in New York. And I won't stop working to end the federal prohibition on marijuana and undo the harms of the war on drugs. Problem is... Uh, you 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 end the war on drugs. You're gonna that that means you're gonna you're gonna let them br- uh, bring in meth, cocaine. You're gonna let them bring in fentanyl. What's the matter, Chucky Schmucky? You haven't got a brain to think with. 
Oh, wait a minute. No, you don't. So, guys, this is this is insanity. Yeah, okay, you want to end the war on drugs? Come up with a better solution. Legalizing pot is not the solution. Or is it just me? Uh, no, it's not just you, George. <laughs> All right, so it's Mike, not what, just you. Uh, yeah, I mean, really. Go ahead. This, this is a, this is this all goes back to, oh, we've tried this before, but we think we can do better because we're we're better people. I mean, this has been tried before, legalizing our drugs, and it didn't work then, and it isn't going to work now. You know, just because you're all high and mighty, so-called evolved Democrat, right? Oh, they're so evolved. And they're so evolved, and how come there's so much corruption that come up from, comes from the Democrat Party? But that's that's a whole different that's a whole different problem. Chucky the Spartan <clears throat> needs to understand that this isn't gonna work well well look who look who I'm talking about, right? Look who I'm talking about. This is this is a Democrat. And we know what Democrats are, right? We know that these guys are not that smart, to put it kindly. Right? We know that, right? So it's like what do we expect from them when our when our uh uh, uh what do we uh, when our expectations are so low in the first place? It's almost like there's a limbo bar there and it's how low can you go with the Democrats, right? In terms of expectations. I mean what would they expect is going to happen if if these drugs are legalized? What do what do they expect? I mean, one they 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 got rid of a lot of the hospital work that yeah, you know. Mike, was Mike, wait a minute, wait a minute, Mike, wait a minute. They're they're not going to legalize fentanyl. They're not going to legalize crystal oh. meth. They're not going to legalize cocaine and crack. That. No, 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 no. That's that's they do that. They're insane, okay. But they're not going to do that. They wanted the legal. They, they they listened to some stoners out there who wanted to legalize marijuana for recreational purposes. Well, in Democrat-controlled states, they're you know they're doing that, and it's getting past everybody in the media. Well, almost did the same I mean, shit. Look. With this, that it's a safe act. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. Look, the last time, the last few times they've done this. Oh, we're gonna make money off of this. Well, how much money? One, how much money is, you know, like Colorado making, and how much money is all these other states that have done it? And two, oh. Okay, when they figured out they weren't going to make the money off of it, what they do to what they do to it the last time? Well, 
They made it a schedule, whatever, whatever the whatever it was. It was a schedule one, schedule two, whatever the hell, you know. They called it at the time, and they made it illegal, right? The feds made it illegal. Now, it didn't just because the feds made it illegal. It's it's one of those things where, oh, oh, this is a state's rights issue. If if my state wants to do this, the feds have nothing to say about it. They can't come in here and prosecute because it's a state law, right? Well, I mean, look. The thing is, is you, once it's again, I'm I'm not out for federal oversight in this uh, in a lot of stuff because we know how corrupt that federal oversight can be. But you know, the war on drugs, yet it's been largely a failure. But that's not for lack of trying. And it's like these states are giving up on trying by legalizing this stuff, right? I mean, it's like why, of of course, of course, they're giving up on a lot of things in terms of, you know, policing and 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 all that stuff. And I mean, this this is because this is a big policing issue. And has been a big policing issue for a while. I mean, yeah, there were times when, oh, just say no. And in base, a lot of that somewhat worked at times. But, but again, it, what do they think is going to happen? What does what Dr. <coughs> Smart think and Governor Monkey Kits think is going to happen here? How much money do they actually think? that the state of New York is going to make from this. I mean, those are the big they're, questions, they're right? The projections that Colorado came up with when they first started. They had to. Have. Right. See, Mike, what I'm what bothers me about this though is it's the it's how they're it's how the state of New York worded it. Okay. Anywhere you can smoke a cigarette. Anywhere you can smoke a cigarette. You can smoke a joint. Which means if you can smoke it on a if you can smoke it at, outside at the bus stop, you can smoke one at the bus stop. Your backyard, you know, anywhere that cigarettes are smoked. You can people will be smoking joints now. And there's a problem with that. Not everyone can handle the uh, the, the, the the olfactory effect. In case you're wondering what I mean by olfactory effect, folks, is when the when the when, when the when the shit the secondhand smoke from neck from pot travels up your nasal cavities and causes your insides to say, "What the fuck is that?" Oh, God. There are some folks who, like me, throw up at the smell of it. And if we don't throw up, we get extremely nauseous. It also puts, and because of that, it puts people at a disadvantage. What am I supposed to do? Remain stuck in the house and I can't even go shopping? 
Think about that. Gunslinger, did I hear you right the other night? Did you say something about Texas was looking to legalize marijuana? I believe that was a scuttlebutt around here. I don't know if it's been put through the uh, the stuff down there in Austin yet or not, but they've been toying around with the idea. Mm, that, I I don't know. I mean, it's it you know it's 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 like what you were saying a few minutes ago. The war on drugs has failed. Has failed a long time ago. The war on I guns didn't say it failed, failed. And failed a long time ago. Well, I, thought I never said one. that. I, I might have said it. I don't know, but but it's true. Whoever whoever said it, it has failed. Regardless of who said it, the, the the war on drugs have failed. The war on guns have failed. There's still drugs coming across that border, just like water flowing down the Rio Grande. Okay, and guns. Okay, by the way. Um. So, you know, it's a it's a half of this and a half of that. Um. I think it's a really kind of a bad idea because I really don't want anybody walking around if I go to the store, hopefully when the constitutional carry passes and it looks like it's looking pretty good down here in Texas about time. I don't want any of them people walking around me half lit and carrying a gun. I mean, you know, it's dangerous enough to be out there on that, on that, on them streets and that highway, with you know, drunk drivers, you know, uh, and I don't care. I mean, it's it's when you have something that is an all, mind-altering thing, product, whatever. I, there's no telling what could happen. And I'm, you know, I've never heard of anybody getting run over. By, what would they call that now? Instead of a DWI driving while intoxicated, would it be driving while stoned? I guess, maybe. <laughs> I guess you're going to have to come up with a new one on that one. I've never heard of that, you know, of anybody being hurt by it so far, you know. Uh, I'm not sure. That's really a, an interesting situation. It is. Go ahead. Okay. By legalizing pot for recreational purposes and wording it in in, in, in as much as uh, if you can, if you're, if you can smoke a cigarette in places, you can smoke a joint in in those same places. That means that unlike alcohol, which you cannot drink openly, you cannot have an open container. Okay, they're giving pot a higher a higher. Uh, they're saying that pot's better than booze. And no, it's not. No, not by a long shot, it's not. Okay? Because I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but people selling pot today, just like it was back in the 70s when my brother was smoking, uh, basically, they could be putting anything in that fucking shit. They could, t- they could toss in some LSD. Okay. There was a guy who sold a nickel bag of pot, right? I read the article about this when I when I was a teenager. And as memory serves, he sold the nickel bag and it had it had 
just a little amount of cocaine, a very tiny amount, mixed in with the pot. Problem? The person that bought it from him rolled a couple of joints, smoked both joints, and died right then and there after he smoked both joints. There is no way to know what's in these bags of, of marijuana. Now, an honest person, a, a decent human being, if they're, if, they're, if, they're, if they're selling pot just to make a few extra bucks, right? Now, I'm not advocating marijuana. I will never do that. But let's say for the sake of discussion, someone decides, you know, I, I'm, growing the, I'm growing weed for my own use, yeah, maybe I'll just sell a couple of a couple of a couple of bags here and there, you know, just to make a few extra bucks. Okay, go and do that. Now that person may not have put in or laced it with something. It may be just straight, normal everyday pot. But now you go to the man next door who sells pot on a regular basis. And he puts in LSD, he puts in crack, he puts it... Do you see what I'm saying, folks? To give it an extra boost, an extra kick. Now, if a person doesn't die from it, they get behind the wheel and they go driving down the road. Just like with alcohol, that, that car becomes a projectile. Because if that person falls asleep behind the wheel especially on a busy highway, think about it. Now, at the Kingston Plaza, where I was going to, where I went to catch the bus, there's a sign on there that talks about no loitering and no alcohol. Okay. So if you're sitting there waiting for a bus, you can smoke a joint, but you can't have a beer. They can they can they can arrest you for an open container of, of of beer, but if you're smoking a joint, oh, you're smoking a joint, you're fine. Open bud, open bottle of Budweiser. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. And you have the right to an attorney. You see what I, see where this is going? So they they they. They, they they screwed this up so badly. It's not even funny. And I was talking to a, to a police officer this morning here in my area about this, and the officer said nothing good is going to come of this. Now the war on drugs. Let me clarify something from from my from from my side of the fence. The war on drugs is, has always been handled badly, but let's not, con- let's not make any mistakes here. The war on drugs also includes and not limits to the southern border, where the drugs are being brought in from the southern border. But because guys like Obama, guys like Biden, go in and tie their fucking hands, no wonder the war on drugs has been mishandled. 
I hate to say it, but even George W. Bush did a lousy job of handling that right. You know, I, I got to give I got to give uh, Bill Clinton a little bit of credit. Old vacuum nose. Well, he figured if he can't if he can't suck it up through his nasal passages, he could probably smoke it. So he left the all he left the whole war on drugs alone. Why would he want his suppliers to to you know to get arrested? I don't know. There, there's 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 a whole issue with this, and then some. Because now let's let's also look at the reality here. Kids are going to be going out there smoking pot left and right, and pot is a gateway to crack, to snorting cocaine, to heroin, meth, fentanyl. So the war on drugs needs to be not, a, not stopped, but fixed. It needs to be repaired. But we need somebody in the Oval Office and in the Department of Justice that knows what the fuck they're doing. Without that, the war on drugs is still going to be a mess. So no, don't end the war on drugs. Fix the war on drugs so that it works to protect the American people. And it starts with the southern border. And if you think I'm kidding, I'm not. Right. Okay. Hold, hold on a second, Mike. Uh, 405 area code. As soon as your mic opens proper, there it goes. 405, go ahead. Goodbye, asshole. We have Looney Tunes out there tonight, folks. Seriously. And, uh, well, I know where that came from. <clears throat> now, correct, wow, correct me if I'm wrong, George. Correct me if I'm wrong, George. Didn't they... Outlaw like smoking in restaurants and bars and up there in New York. Yes, but you can smoke so, in your house. Wait. You can smoke in your car. You can smoke. Right. You know, you can so smoke wait. outdoors. So this is how you're, you're gonna allow these guys to smoke marijuana, but. If they want to go smoke in a bar, you're going to arrest them. How how fucked up is that? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, say that again, Mike. I want to make sure I heard you correctly. Okay. 
I I I asked the question. Didn't they pass a law that you couldn't smoke, like in bars and restaurants and stuff up there in New York? I said right? yes. I did say so, yes wait. to that, Mike. Right. So they're they're gonna allow these people to smoke this cannabis, but you can smoke it, but you can't go and smoke it. I mean, cannabis is a cigarette, right? You roll a cannabis cigarette. Yeah, you, you roll marijuana a joint, you smoke a cigarette, whatever it is, whatever it is. So, if you want to go and smoke, you can smoke outside on the street, but in New you York, can't go in a bar. Hold on. Let me clarify it for you. I'll, I'll, I'll make this easier for you. I'll make this so easy that you that you'll understand it perfectly. Wherever a, a, a regular cigarette, like, like I smoke menthol cigarettes, okay? Wherever cigarettes can be smoked, you can smoke a marijuana cigarette. So if you want to smoke in your house, you want to smoke in your car, your backyard, out on the street corner, you're more than welcome to do that. You just can't do Where smoking is not allowed, you can't smoke there. Right. Problem? So people get high on pot. Right, and that's a. I mean, we can talk about how messed up that is, right? I mean, that you can't. Traditionally, I mean, back in the day, you could go in a bar and smoke a cigarette anywhere. You know, you could go in a bar and smoke a cigarette. How messed up is it that you can't do that? And you know they're legalizing smoking pot, but you can smoke it in certain places, but not in, generally in places where you're supposed to be able to smoke it. If you get what I'm saying, uh, smoke a cigarette. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, think about it. I mean, we know how liberals tend to mess things up. This is just another example of that. I just don't. I, I just don't now. If I say I don't get liberals, if I don't get Democrats, maybe I'm not supposed to get them, right? Because you know how, well, Democrat is a disease, and sometimes you can catch a disease. Being a Democrat is a disease, and sometimes you can catch it. So, you know, it is what it is. So I just, some of these things that they do don't make sense. They just don't. Well, Mike, it's it's not <clears throat> to them. It makes sense to rational, common sense, critical thinking people like like us. It doesn't make sense at all, and it never will. Mm-hmm. Now, Cherokee Rose said something in the uh, chat on Twitch that uh, uh, is a little a little disturbing. Because there's an industry that would be adversely affected by it. Now she's Cherokee Rose said the Biden administration is talking about banning menthol cigarettes and flavored cigars. Now her husband smokes, I, I'm guessing, flavored cigars. Okay, so legalize in the state of New York they. The governor legalizes marijuana cigarettes. 
where you can smoke them anywhere you smoke regular cigarettes. But the dictator and thief, Joe Biden, wants to make it illegal to smoke a menthol cigarette or a flavored cigar. Is he... I was about to say, ask a really dumb question. We already know the answer to. Well, I'll say it anyway because I did start to say it. Is he fucking nuts? That boy is about as smart as a. He's about as smart as this this nearly empty box of uh, filter tubes. Apparently, he is. Of course. Maybe, I don't want to say you can excuse uh, President Biden because he's, his, uh, his, his elevator hasn't gone to the top. And it's not just because he's crazy, crazy old Uncle Joe, but it's because he has cognitive issues. So I don't Dude, want to say you can you excuse him for that. Dude, because he's a like Democrat, the after all, but again, his right cheeks now, slipped off the cracker a long time ago. Right. So anyway, yeah, you know, good old Uncle Joe at it again, huh? Well, if he is looking to do that, he's gonna he's going to hurt in a very very big industry. You know, he's going to hurt. The, the, the tobacco industry something fierce, and the tobacco industry will not take kindly to that. No, they won't. won't. They'll, they'll, they'll look at him and say, are you fucking crazy? You'll put us out of business. Which means tens of thousands of jobs would be lost. Not a very smart boy, is he? Not a very smart boy. No, All either. right. Speaking of Mr. 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 Brainless, according to the Gateway Pundit, Biden says people unwilling to get COVID vaccine are lazy and will cause others to die. Really? Here we go. Let me play this clip, and then I'll read the art. I'll, 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 I'll take to the art. So people who don't get the vaccine are lazy and will cause people to die. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, but then again... We're talking about Sleepy Creepy Joe. All right, here goes nothing. If this phase is not successful, will this next phase be for the administration? How much harder compared to the 100 days? Well, I think in one sense it's easier in that uh, it's up to convincing the American people rather than guaranteeing them we'd have the supply for them. So that was really hard. It was really hard to get from, uh, you know, as that old expression, zero to 60 miles an hour, to 
It was getting very hard to get from very low count to 600 million vaccines and then set up all the logistics. But I think what's going to happen, it's my prayer, that more and more people who get vaccinated are going to be listening to people who they love and are, and, and are around. And they're going to say, why don't you just go ahead and do it? And there's some evidence we, we still had a good uh, dose of vaccine being administered the last two weeks and it's still moving. But we know we're going to get to a place where the doubters exist or the people who just are, I don't want to say lazy, just not sure how to get to where they want to go. It's going to be hard. So we're going to keep at it. We're going to keep at it. And, uh, and I think the end of the day, um, most people will be convinced by the fact that their failure to get the vaccine may cause other people to get sick and maybe die. Mr. President, and, uh, is this safe? Okay, I promise I'll get to you. Okay, thanks. Okay. Um, and so it's, in one sense, it's harder. I mean, it's easier because I don't have to put together this massive logistical effort. But in the other sense, it's harder. It's beyond my personal control. I could con not control, but I, I could arrange and make sure those other things happened if we did it well. I think we did. But it's going to be harder. Okay. And you heard what he said, but before I, I get to responses from, the, from my callers, <clears throat> I need to say something. Uh, Bone Lord 84, let me uh, explain something to you. You only created your account eight, eight minutes ago. So let me tell you exactly what's going on here. All right? This broadcast is rated PG-13. We do drop the F-bomb from time to time. If this broadcast is not to your liking, there's other channels to go to. I'm sure that you'll find to your liking. Okay? I am not going to sit here and apologize for, for freedom of speech or freedom of the press. And I'm certainly not going to sit here and have to justify, justify myself to anyone. Okay? This is a very, 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 very uh, raw broadcast. When I say raw, I mean we will say certain words that most people might find, you know, unacceptable. But you have to understand, you're coming to a broadcast that has been using this kind of language for years. And I'm sure you've heard this kind of language in public. So, no offense, Bone Lord, but you've only you've only been an account for eight minutes, and you're going to sit there and 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 go and go after the and say something about bad language. And your initial comments that I saw were in Arabic, so I couldn't understand what you said in Arabic. So I hope that that was the that what you said about the bad language was a translation, but. I don't take kindly to uh, people. Well, you're not. You're not. I'm in America. Just so you're aware, I'm in America. I'm an American. 
We have a constitution. And, I, and I'm free to say it the way I want to say it anytime I want to say it. Okay? This show was created in the United States of America. So, bottom lining it, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Thanks for, for, for coming around, but as of right now, you're, you're, I am putting you in the ban list. I do not need some, someone from outside the United States telling me where to, you know, what's what. You don't like what you heard? Leave. It's so it's that simple. All right, getting back to what Joe Biden said about the vaccine. So Here's the deal. All right. Like, you know, he delivered remarks on his administration's efforts to get more jabs in people's arms. Now, according to the White House, more than 105 million Americans have received both doses of the COVID-19 vaccine. Idiot Biden could barely read the teleprompter on Tuesday and jumbled his speech. See, even the use of a teleprompter doesn't help him. So Biden says people who refuse to get the the experimental COVID vaccine will cause others to die. That's a real nice sentiment. That's really nice. That's a really nice thing to say to to the American people. Blame everyone around. Blame everyone that didn't get vaccinated for killing people. What are you going to do next, Joe? Have the Department of Justice round up every unvaccinated person and throw them in jail if anyone dies around them? Is that your next move? And, and here, here's a kicker. He tells uh, Karen Travers of ABC News when, at, when she asked Biden about the next phase of the COVID vaccine rollout, Biden's reply was, was this. Most people will be convinced by the fact that their failure to get the vaccine may cause other people to get sick and maybe die. Great selling point there, Bubby. He says that also people who refuse to get the vaccine are lazy. Really? I thought we had uh, I thought we had the right to choose in this country. If someone doesn't want to get the vaccine, they're not going to get the vaccine. What's next? You're going to mandate that people get it? You can't. Under federal law, you can't do that. But something tells me they're going to try it, though. All right, Gunn, let's start with you and get your thoughts, and I'll go to uh, 
Any thoughts from uh, from the uh, video feeds? And, of course, Mike. Well, they can say and they can try however much they want, but like, like I said again, it ain't going to happen here in Texas. Governor Abbott has already signed executive orders to, to prohibit just exactly what he's trying to do, okay, along with turning the entire state of Texas into a sanctuary state for the Second Amendment. We have an excellent governor. I'm sure you'd like to have a governor like that in New York, <laughs> no doubt about it. But, you know, you can't make anybody do shit. I mean, you you come in here and you tell me you gotta get this shit. Uh, you know what I'm gonna tell you? Fuck you. You ain't telling me jack shit. Now, even even if I wanted to get it, which I'm not going to. Okay, that doesn't make me stupid. That doesn't make me uninformed because I'm very informed. I'm a very logical person, and I approach things in a very logical manner. That's why I approach this vaccine in a very logical manner. It's experimental. You just said it just a few minutes ago. Experimental. Okay? That means it's not been proven. When you're experimenting with something, you're trying to get it perfected. Okay, I'll give them credit. All right? No, no problem. But until in the meantime, okay, between now and them getting it, perfected, which will take years, okay, it doesn't happen overnight, I'm sorry, it just doesn't do it, and I'm not no fucking doctor, but I have enough logical sense to see that it's experimental, (laughs) that's what, go look up the word, what experimental means, okay, it means that it's not been perfected, it's not, it's not really ready, it's just, (laughs) it's on the low totem pole, you know, they got airplanes that are that are classified as experimental. I don't know if you know that or not, but there's a bunch of airplanes out there that are classified experimental. You don't have to have a pilot's license to fly one or to own one. That's why they're called experimental. Okay. And they've gotten away with, you know, circumnavigating the, the, the FAA, you know, federal aviation administration by labeling these experimental you can build one in your garage. No law against it. You can or you can't. It, 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 it's your choice. Okay, if you want to go up and risk your neck, hey, you know, whatever floats your boat, buddy, you know, go right ahead. It's the same thing with this vaccine, okay? If a person chooses not to get it, well, you know, okay, that's your choice. If a person chooses to get it, more power tell you, buddy, go, go right ahead. I hope it I hope it works out good for you. Okay, but I you know even with all the other vaccines, I mean, when one of them I forget which which one of the vaccine makers, even their own CEO refused to take it. Now come on, people, if that don't tell you something, I don't know what will. The very fucking head honcho of whichever one it was, you'd have to look it up to see which one it was, refused to take their own fucking vaccine. There have been literally tens of thousands now of nurses across this fucking country refusing to take it. 
and they're in it. They're seeing it every fucking single day. I'm not a nurse. I'm not a certified nurse. Okay, so why would a certified nurse that is there on scene working in the medical industry at clinics and hospitals throughout coast to coast refuse to take these vaccines? Now, if everybody was just slap happy and bent over and shoot it up their ass, hey, you know, obviously it works. But why would trained medical people refuse to fucking take the take the vaccine? That makes me think. Wait a minute. Hmm, if tens of thousands of fucking nurses, not just started nursing yesterday, these are these are professional, long time nurses, refuses to take the vaccine. Then okay, so they'll say it goes up. What's up? Uh, what's up, doc? There's something to this. When there's already been 250,000 people that in the United States have uh, had ill effects by this thing. Some of them have died. I'm not going to be one of those 250,000, 251,000 or nine, whatever it is, 9999, one that would join that that crowd that could be that could have ill effects. They've already proven now that women have weird uh uh, the the period thing, okay, it's going haywire, okay. Why? Perfectly fine before. Now your your period going through the roof. Why is that? What's up with that? Pregnant women shouldn't get it. <laughs> well, why? If it's so damn good, it works so damn good. Then why not give it to pregnant women? What are they scared of? Something does not make sense. And when something doesn't make sense with me, and that's just me, I raise red flags. Go ahead. See, one of the things that, um, you know, that I've, I've maintained is, you know, they probably ran into the same issues when they were doing the clinical trials and testing and all that of the vaccines for polio uh, and all the other vaccines, you know, that we get as children. This was a rushed situation. Okay. Because of the situation that we were hit with, thanks to the, thanks to the, thanks to China. But what, the one thing that most, that a lot of people are forgetting, and, and, and I, I, I really need to point this out. Okay. When the, when the measles vaccine and the polio vaccine first came out, medical science was not up to the, up to the standard that it is today. The, 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 the testing equipment was far different than it is today. So they're able to test things faster. They're able to test things with a lot more accuracy but at the same time, when you rush something, there's a chance you may miss something. And there's also a chance you may not. But what I, I think people need to, understand, need to realize, you know, come away with, is what I just said a moment ago. And that is, 
Look at the way they tested drugs back in the 50s and 60s. And look at the way they test everything today. Extremely huge difference. The testing facilities, the testing equipment is far superior today of that of decades ago. Does that mean that someone won't suffer a side effect from these, from these vaccines? No. But, it's been exa- but a lot of these uh, deaths and everything that people associated with the vaccine, what they failed to mention is they had an allergic reaction. Okay? And even if, this, even if these vaccines had gone through all the clinical trials, all of the testing required to get that FDA approval, not for emergency use, but regular, good old-fashioned FDA approval, there would still be side effects. There would still be the possibility of people suffering ill effects from the, from the vaccines or possibly dying from allergic reactions as a result. So at the end of the day, <clears throat> when I got my, my Moderna vaccine, both the first and second shot, was I nervous? Yes. But my doctor, okay, and I hear all the, the comments. I've been hearing the comments about practicing medicine, okay? In the medical profession, there's another way to look at it that most, most people that are not medical professionals tend to not notice because they, they don't hear it. And they should. Because I was talking to my doctor earlier today about practicing medicine. She said, George, it's called practicing medicine, but we in the medical profession have to continually and constantly keep up to date on all of the new medicines, any new diseases, the works. And we're constantly boning up on everything. Medicine is not an exact science, but it is a science. As far as practicing is concerned, the definition of practicing medicine in the medical profession, and even the American Medical Association has backed this up constantly, she said, the one thing that people need to remember is what you, what you, when you say practicing medicine and you're a non-professional, you're going based on the dictionary definition, not the medical definition. In medicine, there is a, there, there's a slightly different way, way it's, it's, it's approached. When, a, when an actor goes on stage or does a television series or a movie, they're not practicing their, the, the art of acting, as we might think it is, but they practice the art of the art. It's an art form. Medicine is a science. 
And practicing medicine under those conditions means simply that they have to approach every illness and every medicine scientifically. It's not like practicing for a baseball game. When she said that, I started to chuckle. I said, hey, when I was a kid, I practiced playing stickball a lot. and that I was actually practicing, practicing my swing, practicing my pitch, practicing my catching. She goes, yeah, but that's different. You're, out, you're, you're on a ball field practicing a, a sport not medicine. I'm like, yeah, I get you. So there you go. Um, Let me look here to... uh, to to something from uh, Cherokee Rose. She says, bring it on. Biden, no vaccine for me. See, Cherokee Rose made a choice not to get the vaccine. Now, hopefully she made uh, an informed choice from the medical, from medical professionals and not from word of mouth on the street. There are some folks that are doing that, and I always advise people, talk to your doctor. Talk to your primary care physician. Don't just make that decision without talking to your doctor first. It's a good idea to always talk to your doctor. As a matter of fact, let me show you something, folks. I have here, because of my diabetes and everything and the way things have been going, I have now been put on Ozempic. Yeah. So once a week injection. Do I like the idea of having to take another medicine? Of course not. But at the same time, too, my numbers for my diabetes are going up, and that's not good. All right. And like Cherokee Rose said, it's called freedom. I choose. And she, you know, she made the choice. You know, and I and, and, and I respect her I respect her for that. I really do. And she also agrees with, with the experimental aspect. Okay? This is experimental. I'm not going to sit here and say that it's not. But experimental or not, medical science is keeping is constantly testing it, looking to, checking the results the whole bit. And they're always testing new samples, not old samples. So they're constantly on top of things. They have to be. Now, millions of people have gotten the vaccine. Some have had some bad side effects. In rare cases, people have died, yes. But notice notice what I just said. In rare cases... When the polio vaccine and the measles vaccines came out, 
I'm willing to bet you had a couple of people die from from adverse reactions. It will happen. It's it's not it's not something you want to see happen, and you pray that it doesn't happen to you or someone you love, but it does happen. Now, Cherokee Rose said also, bottom line is, this is America, and we should have a choice. And you're right, Cherokee Rose. This is America, and you're right. We should have a choice. No ifs, ands, or buts. Mike, going to you. Well, the thing is, in terms of practicing medicine, you know, you know, there are a lot of doctors that still practice medicine. Unlike, unlike a certain, I don't know, Dr. Fauci, who I don't know when was the last time he actually actually practiced medicine. You know, or Dr. Burks is another one. You know, when was the last time she actually practiced medicine? I mean, you look at our our former HUD director. We can go back and we can look at when he was when the last time he actually got into a operating room and practiced his form of medicine, right? We know when that was, you know, and we can go and see the results of that. So this, mm-hmm. this these people that you know practice makes perfect, and you, like you said, you got to keep these doctors have to keep up with the science. They have to keep up with the, you know, the whatever medicine is out there. You know, you know, your doctor in particular, George. Whatever medicine, if 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 one of your medicines stops working, she has to keep up on what what medicine for whatever whatever part of the, your disease, your 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 uh, disease or whatever it is that you have to. Uh, she has to keep up with that to find out. Well, if this X medicine stops working, can I can I get can I can we switch to this other medicine over here to you know you know make it to keep keep you healthy, right? So they have to keep up, and and you're right. That's that's what they that's what we're talking about when we're talking about practicing medicine you know you know like and like i said unlike certain people that are big mouse right now uh Fauci and burks and the rest of these idiots that don't know a lick of sense that follow everything from 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 the who and all that stuff you know you know they don't they haven't practiced medicine Oh, they may have the, the 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 title in front of their name, Doctor Fauci or Doctor Burks, right? But they haven't practiced medicine in a while, in my mind. Back to you, George. Yeah, I I don't know when they actually saw a patient uh, or anything like that, but one thing's for certain. Uh, they sure as hell uh, 
don't they're they're going they're not going on based on the science they're go you're going based on uh what they you know what they're told to say basically whatever the script calls for seriously that's basically what it comes down to gentlemen this story is going to really blow your mind Check this out. A diner in Louisville, Kentucky, a diner in, in, a, in Louisville, Kentucky, draws their handgun as armed BLM protesters swarm the restaurant. And the outdoor dining, outdoor dining was interrupted by Breonna Taylor demonstrators during the Kentucky Derby. Check out this hot mess. You're going to love this, folks. Images showed a Louisville restaurant patron pointing a handgun at armed Black Lives Matter protesters who swarmed the outdoor dining patio during demonstrations in honor of Breonna Taylor on the day of the Kentucky Derby. Now, Louisville Metro Police on Saturday evening responded to La Chase an upscale European restaurant located in the 1300 block of of Bardstown Road as protesters (laughs) were marching northbound on the street. A restaurant employee told dispatchers that multiple armed protesters entered the restaurant property, which included outdoor dining space. Police spokeswoman Alicia Smiley stated, Oh, excuse me, folks. Thanks, you. Here we go. Yard City time. Now, a reporter for the Louisville Courier Journal tweeted several photos and videos of the incident. A man was seen pointing his pistol at several demonstrators during an, during an altercation. Several protesters also appeared to be carrying firearms. Video shared by the newspaper showed a female demonstrator directly directing others to move away down the block, and tensions at the restaurant appeared to dissipate. Now, during the during the oh boy, tongue tied. Excuse me a second. Let me untie my tongue first. <laughs> Sorry, folks. During the encounter, both patrons and protesters brandished... Oh, excuse me. Let me try that paragraph again. (laughs) This is getting ridiculous. (sighs) During the encounter, both patrons and protesters brandished firearms, Smiley said in in an email to Fox News Channel. This incident occurred after the arrests of southbound protesters in the area of the... Oh, good God. Sorry, folks. Damn. Uh, Southbound protesters in the area on the 1500 block of Bardstown Road. The arrests of that group were made after protesters repeatedly blocked the roadway despite officers giving multiple verbal requests for them to utilize the sidewalk. 
protesters marched outside Churchill Downs ahead of the 147th Kentucky Derby in Louisville Saturday. Now, people carried signs with messages that included... I'll read the rest of the story. Go on. Oh, boy. It's getting late, folks. What can I tell you? Uh... What the hell was that? No idea. Doesn't mean. Oh, a reminder about the fact that tomorrow, May 5th, 2021, is my 27th sobriety anniversary. That's what that was, that sound was. If you heard that sound in the background, folks, that's reminders. Not that I needed the reminders audio like that, but, well, I'll, I'll tell you about that a little bit later. But right now, let me get back to the story before I go. Oh, God, This is really starting to get on my last nerve now. I'd like to read the rest of this article before I fall asleep, before I end up going... So let's see what we can do with that, shall we? Oh, boy. Hey, I got another yard for my trouble. Damn it. Okay. I can see where this is going. My body is not going to let me finish this story at the rate things are going. Now, people carried signs with messages that included, We haven't forgotten Brianna. No justice, no peace, and no justice, no derby. Uh, Black Lives Matter, Louisville. Black, Li- Black Market, Kentucky. Color of Change and Ultraviolet commissioned a plane banner that flew over Churchill Downs with the message, Protect Black Women, Divest from Police, the Louisville Courier-Journal reported. Now, Louisville Metro Police Department shared a live stream on Facebook of their protest response. Video showed protesters surrounding, excuse me. Jeez, damn. Surrounding. You got me on. I know. This getting, I'm getting tired of this. I really am. I'm, I'm going to start, you know what? I'm going to file a lawsuit in, in federal court against my body for undue stress and, 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 and discrimination against my ability to be a, a journalist. Uh, Yeah. So the Louisville Metro Police Department shared a live stream on on Facebook of their protest response. Video showed protesters surrounding and shouting profanities. Sorry. At officers making an arrest. At least one individual was seen waving a Black Lives Matter banner. A female voice narrating the video said officers were surrounded while making an arrest on a woman who refused to stand and walk on her own. At least five protest-related arrests were made Saturday. Records records showed individuals arrested had ignored several announcements to disperse from the roadway and remain on the sidewalk. Police said the activity in the street brought alarm to several businesses. Okay, this is not right. Sorry, folks. 
Now, one woman gave officers a short foot chase down the block after fleeing officers who tried to detain her. A man was charged with possession of a handgun by a convicted felon and first-degree wanton endangerment of an officer. He was arrested after an officer allegedly spotted open alcohol containers and a loaded handgun on the front seat of his vehicle. The incident Saturday came weeks after U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland announced that the Justice Department would be conducting an investigation into the Louisville-Jefferson County Metro government and the Louisville Police Department more than one year after Breonna Taylor was fatally shot by a a city police officer conducting a search warrant at her apartment. The probe is happening at is happening as Louisville has been has seen a surge of violent crime. Now, according to police statistics, murders, rapes, and robberies were up more than 81% above the five-year averages in January and February, followed a 2020 where police retirements and resignations were at a five-year high after Taylor's death. Approximately 15% of the police force left during that time. And by the way, folks, just to let you know, in other townships, in other cities in America, police are retiring or just outright resigning at the drop of a hat because of Black Lives Matter, because of Antifa, because of both, because the spineless Democrats are more interested in defunding and or abolishing the police than they are helping the police and trying to straighten out the mess that is being created by their foot soldiers, Antifa and BLM. So let's go, let's go get some comments from my callers, and of course uh, we'll get... Uh, I'll get to you guys in just a second. 425 area code. Go ahead. 425 area code. You're done. Goodbye, asshole. Okay, so let's go to Mike first. Then I'll see if there's any comments from the video feeds. And, of course, grab Gunslinger's comments. Uh, Now look at it like Hold on a second. Mike. Give me a second, real quick. If you're calling into this broadcast to be an asshole, don't bother. You won't last long. When I get this tired, I get in a foul fucking mood. The last thing you want to hear is me getting pissed. The last thing you want to see on your screen is one pissed off son of a bitch. All right, Mike. Go ahead. Okay. First off, the lady in the restaurant, or, or the guy in the restaurant, whoever the the guy who pulled the gun, was is well within their rights to do that. They're not. They're they're out there to have a nice night on the town, right? They're eating at a nice restaurant. Maybe I don't know. Maybe getting ready for the, you know, the Kentucky Derby, whatever. 
whatever whatever's happening, whatever, you know. They they're not expecting these rioters to come into their restaurant, to come into the restaurant where they're having a nice they're trying to have a nice dinner, right? And and bother them and interrupt their nice dinner. So I can see why this, you know, this person did what they did, you know. And secondly, I can see why the cops are, you know, if you're going to stand in front, if you're going to get in the way of the cops doing their job, and their job, part of their job is to put down these riots, you know, I mean, really, that's part of their job. You should allow them to do their job and not take away their, their, you know, the tools to help them do the job. Oh, we're gonna take. We don't want them. To, we don't want you to shoot them. Okay, fine. They take. They took away the gun. They took away the live ammunition. Well, we're gonna use uh, tear gas. And pepper spray and all this other stuff. Well, you can't do that now in some of these places, you know. And so, what's left for the how? How are they going to get control of these things? How you you tell me? How in these cities are these guys? Or the, I mean, we see what's going on in Portland. We see what's going on in Seattle. You know. There is no control in those cities. You know, I'm glad that some of these cities are saying, uh, screw you, we're taking control. Now, granted, yeah, you're seeing mm. the exodus of cops, you know, and some of these, on some of these police forces. Basically, you look at where this is happening the most, and it's like New York, Seattle, L.A., uh, you know, uh, uh, Portland. Well, I, uh, wait a minute, Mike, before you go, Mike, before you go any further, I, I don't really know about, about that with New York. I haven't read, I haven't seen any statistics that, that even will verify, will even, uh, verify that, that what you just said about officers, uh, retiring and or resigning from the police force, uh, because of Antifa and BLM and, and, and the anti-police sentiment that's going on in our country. So I haven't seen any stats on that from New York yet. If I do, you're going to hear oh, okay. it. I guarantee it. Well, but Please continue. We do know one thing about the New York cops. They hate their mayor. They despise him. But that's something totally different. That's a gift. That's a... Yeah. But in these other places, yeah, you're going you're seeing... Them taking these cops taking early retirement. I mean, they want to do their job. It's obviously it's obvious that they want to do their jobs. But if if the high, if the leadership and it's not it's not the police chiefs and the unit commanders and all these people. It's the mayors. It's the city councilmen. It's the city councils. You know, and in some cases, it might very well be the uh, the, uh, the 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 governor of the what particular state in the and or you know or or even or even on a lower level the uh, 
the counts, uh, the the uh, the county council, you know, county president, county council, you know that they're getting in the way of the sheriffs and police people being able to do their jobs, you know. They're like I said, George. Their job when these riots happen, their job. I don't want to say do whatever it takes, but short of that, short of not doing anything at all to put down these riots, keep the peace. And and if you're not allowing, the, if you're not going to give them the tools which will allow them to keep the peace, what do you expect them to do? You're you're expecting them to do their job without having any sort of protection for themselves. You know, you're you're gonna say, uh, yeah. You don't. They don't like the liberals. Don't like these no knock warrants. But sometimes you got to have them because you got to be able to at some point catch these criminals in the act of doing whatever they're doing, you know, and look, yeah, they made a big deal about Breonna Taylor's, you know, death. But again, you look at, you look at her history. You cannot just say, Oh, the, the history of a person does not matter. You know, George Floyd's history does not matter just because just because the guy ended up killing him oh what what's his history his history was he was a thug Rihanna Taylor's history was is was she is a thug was a thug Michael Brown's history thug what's his name uh down in Florida uh uh I'm blanking on his name now he was a thug or a thug in training so these all these guys that oh that the the liberals or the uh the Democrats are making a big deal of their death so oh he oh uh George Floyd got choked out and he and they're making a big deal about well he he was a pure as a wind driven snow when everybody knows that George Floyd wasn't you know Breonna Taylor. Pure as the wind-driven snow. No, she wasn't. Michael Brown, all these, all these guys. So it's like, how are they expected to do their jobs without the tools to do the job? So I can see, like I said, George, I can see why a lot of these cops are taking early retirement. Back to you. Well, you know, early retirement, resigning from the force outright, some of them, I suspect, are resigning from the force because they don't have enough time in to retire. So the ones that, that are, that the, one, the people that are retiring have, the, have enough time in where they could do that. Um, let me go back here. Uh, Cherokee Rose said that said yes, and who could blame law enforcement for retiring, leaving? I can't. 
Okay. Um, then she, Cherokee Rose, went on to say, "True, thugs. Been thugs been made into martyrs. Yeah, these thug motherfuckers have been turned into martyrs. But in a way, I hate to say this, in a small way, society." allowed that to happen. And I'll explain let me explain why. Okay? You take someone like George Floyd. Yes, he was high on on drugs. He also tried to pass off a phony $20 bill. Counterfeit money. Now, whether he did it made it himself or got it from someone else, who knows? But what Derek Chauvin did to him is no excuse. Yes, George Floyd was a criminal and should have been arrested and and put in jail accordingly. Now, he was stoned out of his gizzard, no doubt about that. But once he was down on the ground and he wasn't, and, and once you, you, and you've got like three other officers there, they could have held him down without using any kind of restraining method that could cause bodily injury or death. But instead, these other officers just stood there. Chauvin put his knee into the carotid artery of George Floyd, which ultimately, after nine and a half minutes, killed George Floyd. They are not these these folks are not martyrs. They committed criminal acts and when they committed criminal acts they were being arrested accordingly. One one or two officers acting completely stupid. Okay? It's like that old saying. One bad apple can spoil the bunch. Unfortunately, good officers are being lumped in with people like Chauvin, and that's unfortunate. And that's why I think a lot of these officers are taking early retirement. They're leaving the the police force because they're tired of the anti-police mentality that's out there. They're tired of the of the, of the constant barrage of harassment they're getting from from people in the public that don't know any better. And even further, more, they're they're getting backlash from their own governments, from the BLM and Antifa people. You know what? Somebody once said to me, why didn't, why, was I, why didn't I become a cop when I had the opportunity? Because it would have meant being a cop in my hometown, and people in my hometown who know me would have, been, would have expected favors. <clears throat> so, no, I wasn't going to become a cop. And honestly, I got to be fair, while I do respect police officers for the tough task that they have, I could never be one of them in civilian life because not that I'm a coward, not that I'm afraid, but let's face it, the chances of dying a police officer are greater than that of a volunteer fireman 
Now, old American gal watching on DLive said, Floyd and Chauvin supposedly were both doing security at the same place, which is where the fake money came from. I don't know about that, honestly, um, but I, I, I mean, I could look into it and see what I can find out, but I, I seem to recall hearing that once before. Now, old American gal said since Floyd's death, the bar closed that location. And this is what what uh, old American gal was hearing about. All right, uh, Gunslinger, how about you? What do you say about all this? Well, there's a couple of points that you and Mike are, are, are missing here. One is with this restaurant. In most states, okay, you can walk down the road or street with a loaded shotgun or rifle, okay? Here in Texas, that is perfectly lawful, okay? But everything has a but. Here's a but on this one. When you are in a group of people, like BLM in this case, and you come up inside or even outdoor dining to patrons of a restaurant and you start harassing and threatening people merely sitting there down at dinner having a, trying to have a nice time. You have not now, you have, you have, you're, you're not just a person under the law walking down the street with a, a rifle or a shotgun or an assault weapon. You know, you've seen the pictures of them, whatever. Okay. You have now become a criminal, whether you realize it or not. You have now become a criminal, a armed criminal, not just a criminal. You have become a armed criminal. And what I mean by that, if you was in that group of BLM protesters or whatever, and your little thugs go over there, and you're you got three or four people there that are armed, and your little sub thugs go over there and start harassing people in this diner, for example, uh, you are intimidating. You have now become a threat. Now, it's every person's right. If I would, if I was there, <laughs> I'm taking it as a threat in that situation. Now, if you just walk past on the sidewalk, and I'm sitting there with my girlfriend or wife or whatever, okay, and you just merely walk past me, sitting there at the table on the little fence there that divides, you know, the restaurant outdoor to the sidewalk. Hey, whatever floats your boat, bud. Okay. But when you come onto that property in a threatening manner, I'm going to whoop your ass, motherfucker, or you dumb motherfucker. I'm just, and just, you, you've seen it on YouTube. Go look it up if you don't believe me. Now, I can say in Texas, if that was ever to happen, Right now, you have crossed the line because now you're threatening. Now I am fearing for my life. Under Texas Penal Code, you have a right to use deadly force when your life is threatened. Okay? And in that surroundings, 
Say that restaurant was here in Texas, for example. In that surroundings, those people that are armed have now become your threat. Because I don't know what those people are going to do. I'm not worried about this loudmouth little fucking cunt bitch over here running her fucking lips, okay? Yelling and cussing and screaming and acting stupid. I'm worried about those two people right there that's got that gun. Because they're a part of this stupid bitch. Okay? Now, not only is she a threat, yeah. Oh, absolutely, she's a threat. No, they don't, they know that, ain't no doubt about that. But these two other, or however, two, three, four, whatever, have now become a threat. That's why I, that's why I put two, two cans of mace on my gun belt. Okay? That's what I was doing last night. I was putting the holders and the mace on my gun belt. You will try to use non-lethal situations. Mace is non-lethal, okay? It ain't going to kill you. If it was just one person, okay, like this stupid fucking bitch cunt, okay, if I was sitting there trying to enjoy dinner and this one person came up to me, and I, I, in fact, my hat says, keep America great, where we've all heard that from, President Trump. If somebody was to do that, if I'm sitting there enjoying my dinner or whatever, that fucking cunt's going to get a fucking eyeball full of goddamn mace. Okay? And you know what's going to happen? If this stupid cunt bitch does get a eyeball full of mace, their little, her little backers over there, the two armed people, are probably going to try to intervene. That's when I would have to use deadly force. Because now they, like I said, they become a threat. They're an armed threat, and I fear for my life. And under the law, when you say, I fear for my life, boom, you're legally justified using lethal force. Whether you like it, whether you don't, it's the law. I didn't make it, okay? The the, the, the legislation made that, which is good. I mean, would you want to just sit there and be yelled at and screamed and punched on and all this shit. I mean, and you have the means to stop it. George, Mike, would you would you do that with your wife, girlfriend? I don't think you would. Go ahead. Well, let me put, you, put this to you. In New York State, as fucked up as it is, I know there are some folks who would be very quick to defend their, their family uh, from, from aggressors. The harsh reality is, you know, in New York, the laws, the way they're written, don't always uh, don't always pan out. Nine seven one area code. Nine seven one, go ahead. I scissor kicked my dog. I need help. You're gonna, you know, you guys. What part of if you're gonna act stupid? Didn't you understand? You get cut the fuck off. Goodbye, dickhead. God, stupid fucking people tonight. Yep. Unbelievable. World full <laughs> Well, we are down to to about uh, two minutes and 20 seconds, give or take, remaining in the broadcast. So before everyone blazes a trail, I'm going to give uh, Mike and uh, Gunslinger their opportunity for a final thought, and then I'm going to render mine. So let's start with Mike and get a final thought from him on on tonight's uh, 
on what we talked about or and, and all that. So, Mike, go ahead, please. Right. I, I do agree with God, you know. And I think it's the same way here in Louisiana. You go into one of these restaurants and you're 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 one of these cunt bitches that you know you know is gonna get in my face. I may not have a I I may not have a a can of mace, but I sure as do, well I sure as hell do have a pepper shaker full of pepper. I can take that pepper shaker and you know, shake it in your eyes and do that. Now, I don't have a gun to defend myself against the other. I wouldn't have a gun to defend myself against the other people, which I probably should get, but that's that's not the argument. The argument is what do you do to get out of that situation, you know? And that's that's the thing. And to tell you the truth, I mean, I'd do the same thing. I'd... I'd I'd, I'd, I'd pro, if I had a gun, I'd probably, and, and you had the first one, the three people, and two of them had guns, hell yes, I would draw that gun, and I'd use that gun, because, as Gun said, I'm fearing for my life, you know, why wouldn't I, you know, and that's the thing, that's what these, that's what these idiots don't understand, the whole the whole blade of grass, you know, thing that the Japanese got is why they never they never carry through on, you know, there's there's a gun behind every blade of grass. Now, granted, who he, who holds that gun is a different problem. You know, it's a different problem because less than serious people do hold guns. Right, so eh, you know, and of course, of course, in addressing these 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 uh, hero worship of these these guys, these these thugs that they tend to do, you know, uh, you know, uh, it's like. And there's going to be another one of these. You know there's going to be another one at some point that a cop caused death of a, of what will turn out to be a thug, but the liberal media or the liberals will lionize this guy and call him or her, you know, this, that, and the other, and, you know, the biggest angel in, in the in in the place when they're far from it, you know. So it is what it is with these with these uh, the cop and uh, cop 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 cause deaths because and look we've we've seen the we've seen the uh, the video of the, the the lady in a car that's uh, and she's being belligerent toward a. Hispanic cop, you know, got now the the cop has been here for a while, but he is he has a he has a uh, Mexican last name and all that stuff, and she was being belligerent to him and all that stuff, and 
He's being as nice as he can be to her. Now, at some point, you're going to have to, if that happens, and you know you know that at some point something like that's going to happen again, and it's going to be caught on tape, and it's going to be the cop may carry further. The cop may say, you may have one of these cops that's, as Gunn has said, young, dumb, young, dumb and full of cum, you know, or young, old and full of cum, I don't know, whatever, where they just get tired of being harped at and they'll pull their pepper spray or pull, or they'll pull them out of the car and throw them on the ground and maybe pepper spray them or whatever, you know, do all that stuff and something may happen and, well, that person, that person's going to die. Or might might very well die, but and it's going to happen. But until then, we can only talk about what has gone on before. And look, as far as Derek Chauvin is is concerned, he here there it looks like they're headed toward a mistrial because one of the jurors is turned out that. She, has shown up at, at a BLM rally, and it was a was prominent at a BLM rally, you know. So or riot rally, whatever the hell you want to call it, you know. So you're gonna see a possible mistrial. So and uh, hold, that's what I got Mike. for you. Mike, hold, hold on before you go blazing the trail. Let me just uh, point out something. Chauvin was found guilty. Okay? They're into the sentencing phase now. But what's happening is, and I want to clarify this, Chauvin's attorney is requesting a retrial because of that juror. That's why this is, that's what's happening. There's, it's not, Mm -hmm. they, they didn't call a mistrial. He was already convicted. Now the, he, his lawyers want a retrial because of what this, uh, this one juror did prior to being placed on the jury. Which, uh, if, if that happens, uh, what's going to happen is, and what's going to end up being the case, is there's going to be a retrial, and watch how fast the streets start filling up with people. Watch how fast people like... Um, Maxine Maxi Pad Waters turn around and start screaming about justice and all this other stuff and making stupid comments to try and intimidate the jury again. Mm-hmm. That's if the judge grants a retrial. Okay? If the judge doesn't grant the retrial, then the sentencing phase continues to go forward. Now, let's go to Gunslinger and get his final thoughts. Well, you know, like I said, you know, it's 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 a it's a screwball situation. You know, it's uh, with anything with with this with the, the BM, BLM bowel movement. I'm bowel movements because they're full of shit anyway. Um, so, you know, it's, 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 
it's crazy, you know. I've I've always been of the mindset, and this is a very good ending here. Is it's better to be be tried by twelve than carried by six. I used to have a bumper sticker that that said that it was on my Jeep. I kept it on my Jeep when I had my Jeep. It was it was it was it was true. Think about that. It's better to be tried by twelve than carried by six. Okay, so. You you can't. What do you? I mean, you just, you got to stand up for your rights. You got to protect your. You got to protect yourself. What are you gonna do? Bow down and kiss their fucking ass? No, I'm not going to. This is a free country. We live in a free country. Okay, supposedly a free country anyway. Um, where we don't have to take this shit. But you know, and if the cops would would take their leash off of them. As long as they go after the people that need to be gotten after, the criminals, the dumb fucks, the fucking people that harass people like that, and leave the citizen, the, the, the law-abiding citizen alone, okay, I'm all for it, okay? But they're being restrained, you know, like a collar, choking them. So quit choking them, and you might clear some of this crap up. Go ahead. Well, in, in my final thought tonight, I think... Uh, it is a safe bet that if the judge grants a retrial, there's going to be a whole lot of problems in our streets yet again. Yet again. Um, the fact that there was a the, the fact that there was a guilty verdict in the first in this in this trial, I believe I firmly believe that it was influenced out of fear, threat of in, threats and intimidation, thanks to Biden. Waters, Antifa, and BLM. Okay? The fact that there was a juror who marched with BLM speaks volumes as to the, uh, the, 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 pure, the, 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 the verdict being an honest verdict. Uh, back many years ago, Many many years ago, back a couple of de- a few decades ago, I was selected to be on a jury in my hometown. I get I, I sat there in the jury box, and when the prosecutor and the lawyer questioned me, uh, the prosecutor looked at me and said, "Do you know the suspect? Do you know the defendant?" And I said. Hate to say it, but yeah, I do. And unfortunately, as far as I'm concerned, he's guilty as sin. That got me thrown off the jury real quick. One, because I knew the guy. And two, because I turned around and said he's guilty as sin. Why did I say he was guilty as sin? Because before he got arrested... I was I was trying to buy a computer from him. I paid the money, but never got the computer. He stole my money. So, as far as I'm concerned, it would have been a guilty verdict. I would have I would have said he, guilty, even if he was innocent. I would have tainted the jury because of that. So I got kicked off the jury. One thing that would have gotten me removed from the jury real quick, a lot faster than that, is because I'm a volunteer fireman. All I had to do was say, 
I cannot serve on this jury as a as a volunteer because I am a volunteer fireman. And they would have they would have dismissed me right off the bat. I didn't think of it at the time. The fact that I knew the defendant was bad enough. The fact that I said he's guilty of sin clinched it. Our judicial system is broken. Our judicial system needs repairs. Our judicial system needs to be fixed for the better, not for the worst. As far as uh, what happened in Kentucky, let me tell you something, folks. I am sick to death of Black Lives Matter and Antifa. I am sick to death of their intimidation, their, their harassment, their thuggery. I am sick to death of their stupidity. And when one of the co-founders comes up owning four, home, four, mil, four homes costing them millions of dollars, that doesn't bode well for the credibility of Black Lives Matter. It is my personal opinion that for that to be going on, I would, even if they were credible at one time, which they weren't, their credibility tanked and went right down the crapper with that bit of information. As far as what, as far as the uh, vaccines go, again, every person has a, in America has the right to choose whether they want to get the vaccine or not. That is what the freedom. That's what our freedoms are centered around. We have free will. But what I fear is going to come down the pipe if there's not enough people getting vaccinated. I got a sneaking suspicion Biden's going to find by executive order going to mandate people get vaccinated, which is illegal. But I don't think the Democrats really care about whether it's legal or not. If, if, it, if, if, if that has to be done, they'll do it. And they'll blow smoke up our ass to make it sound plausible that it's legal, even when it's not. Look at the 2020 election and what they did with that. That should tell you something right there about their legal and illegal ideas compared to what we know to be legal and illegal. And last but certainly not least, in regards to the, the recreational marijuana issue, I do not want to be walking down the street and see a couple of stoners going, wow, man, check out the sky, man. And they're walking off the street, off the sidewalk, into the road, and get hit by a Mack truck. Splat. I don't want to be the one walking through a mushroom cloud of marijuana smoke and then barfing my fool fucking head off. And end up bringing up blood on, on the, on, on, to go along with it. Governor Monkey Tits, as Mike calls him, made a huge blunder. But at the same time, a lot of these privately owned plazas, these uh, places like, like the Hannaford, where Hannaford's is in, King, in Kingston, is the Kingston Plaza. They have a sign right there on the, on the wall that says no loitering, no alcohol, treat, 
treat the people that smoke pot to the same instance. No loitering, no alcohol, no marijuana. But Governor Monkey Tits, that's Andrew Cuomo for all you liberals out there, made it where a person could smoke a joint in the same places you smoke cigarettes. That's a problem. Especially for those of us who have, may have an adverse reaction to marijuana smoke. The war on drugs, as far as that goes, that needs to be kept in place, but it needs to be fixed. We've got cartels bringing fentanyl over the southern border. They're bringing meth components over the southern border. They're bringing crack. They're bringing cocaine. They're bringing all forms of illegal drugs across the southern border. The war on drugs, as far as I'm concerned, should be where they stop them cold, confiscate the shit, destroy the shit, and incarcerate and criminally prosecute. That's the war on drugs as far as I, can, I see it. If that's not being done, guess what? It should be. Well, that'll do it for this edition of Firefox News Online. My thanks to Mike in Louisiana, Gunslinger, and, and of course, Iggy Mom, Cherokee Rose, Old American Gal, and all of you watching and listening by archives. A quick reminder, Firefox News Online will only be airing three days a week during the summer, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, for two hours a night, starting at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time. Check Facebook.com slash the F-F-N-O-I-B-N, MeWe.com slash Firefox News Online, or Gab.com slash Firefox News Online for the links to the live broadcasts and so forth. And be sure to check there with the links because there may be program notes included. And for those of you on my private email list, be sure to read your emails carefully before you come to the show so to see any program notes that are included there as well. All right? As always, it is a pleasure bringing this show to you each and every week. If you, are, if you love what, you, what we do here at Firefox News Online and you want to help us stay on the air, we could certainly use all the help we can get. Be sure to send your, your, ta- your non non-tax deductible donations. You cannot take these off on your taxes. I don't have it set up that way. Sorry. But um, we could certainly use all the help we can get. Go to paypal.me slash Firefox News Online. That's paypal.me slash Firefox News Online. And uh, give what you can to help keep Firefox News Online live, large, and in charge. For the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. I'm George Sinzer. Thank you for tuning in. As always, y'all be good. And if you can't be good, be... oh boy, I got tongue tied for the first time trying to do this one. Wow. Well, no, it's the second time in a long time, but that's okay. Take two, but don't call me in the morning. Y'all be good. And if you can't be good, be careful. And if you can't be careful, please, with the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. There, I got through it. Uh, Also, one very quick reminder, very important, 
if no one's told you today that there is a broadcast that's looking out for you and giving you the, the best information possible, then you haven't been to Firefox News online lately. So keep coming. We'd love to have you. On that note, from our studios in New York, this has been Firefox News Online. Fair, balanced, and always responsible. So keep it light, keep it real, keep it surreal. And we'll catch you on the next edition, Wednesday night, starting at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time. And now... Oopsie. Yeah, I did. I I went there. There it is. Okay. Me, pardon me, Doc, but uh, can I throw the outro up? Gee, bugs. I don't know. Where, where, where are you hiding anyway? No, 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 no. Yeah, that's no, not that button. No, no, not that button. No, bugs. It's the shiny red button. Okay, Doc. Here comes the outro, everybody. Good night. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.